Hello, hello, hello. We're pressing a button, and thank you for listening. I'm Nikki. I'm Eric. And I'm Andrew. And today, we're going to be discussing Twisted Metal 2. Twisted Metal 2 is a vehicular combat game that was released in 1996 for both PlayStation and PC by the game studio Single Track. Players choose a vehicle and engage in battle with opposing drivers, incorporating areas from all around the world as death courses. The objective of the game is to be the last player to survive. A spoiler warning for this very old game. We'll probably talk about the end and some very key story points. So be warned. Yeah, for the loads of story in this game. Yeah, if you haven't played this game since... 1996, there might be some spoilers in it for you. So pause the podcast, go play the game, and come back. (laughs) (laughs) So, Andrew, I was curious, what is your own history with the game? So this is a game that I've just kind of played, I don't want to say nonstop, but like I played it regularly ever since it came out, and it's just a game that I feel like means a lot to me and I appreciate it more as I get older because it's kind of like a really easy pick up and play kind of game doesn't require a whole lot of time and yeah like a fine wine it just keeps getting better with age <laughs> yeah and there's always just like I don't know like new things that happen in the battles that still surprise me to this day yeah and oh so, that's cool so many like secret areas and stuff in the levels too that I'll like have played a level a bunch and then I'm like oh I've never been to this particular area within the level before oh yeah that's cool So you want to get into it? Sure. So, Andrew, I think you prepared some history for us. Is that correct? Yeah, I got a few notes uh, about the development and just growing up with the game. Like, we got this game Christmas of 1996. My older brother, he had a PlayStation. Nice. I saw the commercial for this game and immediately, like, excited me and I wanted to play it so bad. And my mom asked me, like, what she should get my older brother for Christmas. And I told her to get <laughs> the, thing metal too. <laughs> the thing you wanted. And he probably wanted it too, right? I mean, it looks like a game. I mean, he boys played it a lot, like. so I don't think he complained. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like that all, tactic. <laughs> yeah. We definitely all got Sorry. a lot of playtime out of it. And so, what was the commercial? I never saw, I don't remember it. But it's, it's a pretty cool commercial. You can find it on YouTube. But it, it starts off like a car commercial, like listing all the features of a car. And then it starts going into all its weapon capabilities and how it can like fire napalm in the traffic <laughs> and shoot missiles. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it just yeah. plays out like a like a luxury car commercial. Cool. That sounds like a pretty creative commercial. It was. If you, if you look it up, you'll see why I got pumped for it. Yeah, I do yeah. not remember this commercial at all. Maybe I wasn't re- watching the channels where they would show it. <laughs> yeah, unless it was on like PBS or some channel that was free, I definitely didn't see yeah, it. It definitely wasn't PBS material. Yeah, yeah, no way. Did the commercial have Sweet Tooth in it? No, but I remember it had Mr. Slam, and that, that got me super excited because nice. I wanted to go around slamming cars. And yeah. I still do to this day. So Awesome. <laughs> I got some uh, history of the development. It's more like the history of Twisted Metal in general. Yeah, yeah so, that's fine. So Twisted Metal was originally 
created by David Jaffe. And you might know David Jaffe as also the creator of Kratos from God of War. Yeah, Whoa, I was like, really? that does sound very familiar. So, <laughs> so I figured you'd appreciate that pedigree. So. Oh, yeah. So David Jaffe, he originally was a filmmaker. He went to film school and moved out to Hollywood to kind of pursue his passion. But in the meantime, he got a job at Sony as a uh, game tester. Mm-hmm. And eventually um, he moved up those ranks and... They uh, promoted him to go work with Single Track to develop a game because Single Track used to create military simulation software. Yeah. And so, like, their 3D like simulation software was groundbreaking. <laughs> and Sony wanted to use it to make a game. That's funny. So, yeah. David yeah. Jaffe went to go meet with them. And on the way back, he got stuck in traffic when he got back to L.A. And um, he started imagining, like, blowing up the car <laughs> with missiles and machine guns. Oh, so many times. Yep. And yeah. so that was how he came up with the yeah, idea Yeah, he was like, hey, if I want to do this, I bet other people would also want to do this. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Especially if you're stuck in traffic all the time. <laughs> and, that was, and that was when 3D games were coming along, so it could finally be a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's real th- lifelike. That's crazy. So was this, this was his first game then? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. nuts. And that then, is neat. And then he went from this to like God of War and all that stuff. That's, <laughs> yep. yeah, that's amazing. You know, the character, I can see it. I can see it. Well, <laughs> Kratos. Great like, Kratos and Twisted sweet Metal. Tooth and, yeah. It, it did. That would be cool. David Jaffe has kind of said the same thing. He said that uh, Sweet Tooth and Kratos both represent him, like his most animalistic um, <laughs> <laughs> side of him. That's like, funny. Like he sees them as like his most desirable way to be where they because those two characters they just go take what they want and mm-hmm. that's kind of like his yeah. like power fantasy i guess how he wants to envision himself that's pretty cool yeah uh, that makes sense so some original names for twisted metal were urban assault and high octane <laughs> yeah before they high settled octane? on twisted metal okay i think twisted metal is the best out of the three in my opinion i think so too i think it's yeah. got the most personality yeah it. and with the characters because all the characters are twisted yeah too. yeah it's like so it's it has that double like, meaning yeah so when they created twisted metal sony of japan did not care for the game and when they came to preview it they requested that they change all the weapons to fruits and vegetables uh, <laughs> No. Fruits and vegetables? What? Like, like you're shooting like bananas at somebody? Yeah. Or bananas, watermelons. I guess they just didn't care for the uh, overt violence of the game. <laughs> that would have been, honestly, like if you were shooting a car with grapes and then the car exploded, that would have been kind of hilarious in its own way. I mean, it sounds like a mod someone would do. Yeah. Like yeah. for fun. <laughs> and it does sound like a very like wacky Japanese kind of thing. If you yeah. play a lot of like Japanese games. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't surprise me that much, but it's so funny to think about. So the first game was not expected to be a hit. And it was brutally torn apart by the testers who played fighting games a lot. Because <laughs> they were comparing it to, like, fighting games because there wasn't anything like Twisted Metal before. So. Yeah. yeah. So the testers didn't really, like, know how to properly context what they were playing. So they Yeah, like, you it had to, like, racing games and you had fighting games, but there was really no car fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the closest yes. thing I can think of would, would have been, like... The battle mode and Super Mario Kart for the SNES or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of very close to that, actually. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you had the fruits and stuff, like they would be a lot more like that. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that's why they maybe wanted the fruit. Like, hey, make this more like the battle mode in Mario Kart or yeah. something like that. Yeah, maybe they wanted their own Mario Kart to compete with Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Since PlayStation was new at the time. So the first game became a surprise hit and won EGM's Game of the Year. So the sequel was greenlit because it got a really positive critical reception. Yeah, that will do it. You know, something makes money. <laughs> that's true. You're like, give me more of where that came from. Yeah, yeah and so that's that, that was the development of Twisted Metal 2 was basically they wanted to just polish everything that they felt like they could have improved in the first game and just make it bigger and better. And it took 16 months of development and... I think it turned out a lot better than the first game, too. Because if yeah. you play the first game, it's it's pretty rough. Oh, like, really? I, I can appreciate the first game, but <laughs> it's 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 hard to go back to it after <laughs> playing the second Yeah, one. I never played the first one, but from all the stuff that I read online, that's what everyone said, that this one was the first one, but just better. Like, they took the stuff from the first game and just improved upon it yeah it's definitely like everything a sequel i feel like should accomplish yeah i mean yeah. that's usually what you want with the sequel you want the last game but better yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and like the first one was it on place what, what was the first one on PlayStation? playstation and then this one was on playstation also right yep. yeah so this so i guess like power wise it's not like the yeah. second one was on playstation 2 so they could really like test the limits of the console yeah it was the same console so that does limit you, I feel like. Yeah. But it sounds like they did a good job. I think the best way I can compare it to is like going from Mega Man 1 to Mega Man 2. Like it is, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the same basic game, but just a huge jump in quality. Yeah, yeah. that's 100% true. So the some of the design philosophy behind Twisted Metal is that the cars, they're not meant to feel like cars. And so some later games in the Twisted Metal series that were developed by like other developers... They used like car racing engines that they had to make the games. And so they weren't as well received because they just didn't control like what they were used to in mm -hmm. other Twisted Metal games. Yeah, I've, I feel like the turning especially is super critical in this game. And that, yeah, that is actually yeah. like one of the key proponents in the design philosophy because you can like turn the cars just sitting still. Like mm -hmm. they, don't, yeah. they, they don't try to make the car physics realistic. And I think that <laughs> makes it a lot more fun and arcadey like yeah yeah i think that i mean it's a really lot. slow when you do it that way <laughs> no well if you well, hold, when i try to. if you hold accelerate and e-brake at the same time you can, you can actually turn really quick oh, but i just meant when you're stopped if you try to turn like that then yeah it takes a long time yeah yeah if you just try to do it without hitting you're accelerate probably gonna and get shot yeah <laughs> it's better than having to try to like whip a u-turn though like that that's could, true yeah that could be difficult so at the time, French game journalists were offended by the blowing up of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> they did not care for that very much. Aww. But that became like the most iconic level of the Twisted Metal Yeah, series. Paris. Yeah. yeah. You guys did blow up the Eiffel Tower, right? No. No, I, I, I didn't know did. you could blow it up. up. Oh, yeah. you can. There's that remote bomb under the Eiffel Tower. And if you place it, like when you warp up to the top yeah. and blow it up, It'll blow up the pieces of the Eiffel Tower, and they'll land like between the buildings. And so, after <laughs> oh. that, after that, you can like drive along the rooftops. And it oh, be, I was it, wondering how you I got up. I didn't know that. Roof. Yeah, it kind of becomes like a like a whole <laughs> second level within Paris. Oh, Dude, that's, that's cool. amazing. Yeah, you should guys go back. Yeah, and try we definitely it. did not know about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea. I probably should have told you guys, but <laughs> that's I, okay. I, I thought the remote bomb under the Eiffel Tower would have 
been a clue. <laughs> you know, I was probably just so concerned with trying to kill the other players. Stay alive is a, was a big one for alive. me. Yeah. yeah. This is a hard game. Yeah, there's it there's is. a lot of destructible environments. Uh, you can blow up the the uh, Statue of Liberty in New York. You can blow up the Hollywood sign in L.A. And just all, okay, just all kinds of stuff. So like that's that. a, like a fun game within itself, just like trying to figure out what buildings you can like blow up. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's mostly just kind of like Easter eggs, but yeah. it's a lot of fun. You can actually discover a lot of like secret codes in the game too. Like, like if you go in the museum in Paris, you can uh, use a napalm to light the uh, paintings on fire, and they'll reveal <laughs> like secret codes, like multiplayer levels and like sweet tooth and minion and a few oh, other things. Nice. Yeah. That is cool that they found a way to put that within the game itself. Yeah, it's really fun, like, just trying to see what you can alter and get rewarded by it. This game has so many more layers it's than kinda, I knew about. It's kind of hard, though, when you're trying to explore to also explore and to stay alive at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> just put the shield on, like, every two seconds. Well, I think it's kind of <laughs> fun because, like, nowadays you can just Google all yeah. these yeah, and true. everything, yeah. which kind of takes the fun out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you, wanna, you wouldn't have really own. had that luxury back in the day. So if you found something like that, you would have been like, oh, man, this is amazing. Yeah. But it, then you would tell all your friends. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it spreads word by of word of mouth. mouth. Yeah. yeah Until someone writes it in the magazine. The Or, yeah, or you find it in a magazine <laughs> or something. That was the other option, too. <laughs> but it's always fun to get, like, rewarded for discovery. Yeah. You know, looking around. I feel old. Remember magazines? (laughs) Groups of paper that they glued together. Oh, it was great. (laughs) So some of the original concepts that they came up with when trying to come up with Twisted Metal 2, because some players had a hard time with the car physics in the first game. Mm -hmm. So they were originally going to make all the cars hover cars. That was an idea that they had. <laughs> that sounds oh, cool. That, that kind of explains the turning a little bit then, too. Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of makes sense where like yeah. the cars in part two kind of feel very floaty and hovery. Yeah. So maybe that was a leftover from that idea. And then after they scrapped the hover cars idea, another idea that they came up with, creating cars with like metallic bug legs that could crawl up buildings and walls. <laughs> I guess wow, just that's to cool. open up the levels more. Yeah. But I think that would have been a little bit too like removed from the idea of the first game. That's true. I wonder why they didn't do the hover cars because, I mean, that sounds neat. I think they could have done like one hover car yeah, at least. Like, at that least. Would have been yeah. Cool. Were there any new characters in the second game that weren't in the first game? Yeah, there was a, like, I, I think about half the cast was new characters. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Slam was new. Shadow was new. Axel was new. Twister, Grasshopper. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Axel's like the most messed up character. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, I, he, he, I like him though. He, he's kind of a very tragic character. Oh, yeah, it's like I'm very empathetic because I imagine what it would be like to be him. Like, oh god, that would I would just die immediately. Probably. Well, we're kind of having this discussion earlier because it's like arms are trapped in this device right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're like well how does he eat i'm like well he could like drive maybe into like an apple tree (laughs) where the food's kind of (laughs) like and i'm like no because if you tried to bite it and you didn't have anything to hold it in place it would just move out of the way like you have to have your i bet he would be a champion at bobbing for apples yeah i mean he'd have to bob for fish like in like a river and like 
it's like I don't know bear style. Like I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe he just sustains off like all the bugs that get caught in his teeth. While he's uh, oh, that's true. maybe he just yeah. rides around with his mouth open yeah. and tries to get bugs in there. Captures like, protein, kind of like a whale. Like when they're you know yeah. just like sifting through the ocean or whatever. Yeah, he needs a drink of water, so then he drives through a lake. Axel's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got a hard life. Uh, he really. <laughs> does like either that or someone just feeds him i mean that could be an option too he, he is though one of the most creative characters i like iconic characters so you don't forget axel once you see axel like yeah. <laughs> that character you remember that character yeah life. he he's definitely a fan favorite when you <laughs> when you said that you felt empathy for him i kind of like his ending because i feel like <laughs> calypso feels empathy for him too because he's got one of the few endings where calypso doesn't screw the contestant well, over. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah. Well, he, he gave him what he wished that's for. That's true. Yeah. It just didn't face his father. turn out that well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it turned out fine. He just, really? if you don't know, he just rips his arm off of the thing and, like, he yells at his dad and then walks away. <laughs> so you think losing both of your arms is a fine ending? <laughs> well, he does it himself, you know. He rips himself out of the device under his own free will yeah he comes back in later games so okay. i think it all worked out he, he misses the device <laughs> wait how many twisted metal games are there uh there was five on playstation one wow and... whoa just on playstation one yep they whoa. really milked it for a little while they really um, did that's geez. a lot for one console and then they came out with two on playstation 2 and then one on ps3 and it's been dead for about 11 years now dang mm. so but it's kind of coming back in a little bit. Um, we'll talk about it later. But there's in the future, yeah, yeah we'll there's a show. The there's yeah, all that cool stuff going on with it. Uh, you have anything else for the history? I think that's it for the history. I've got a few things on here that would be fun facts. Oh yeah, Ooh, let's do some fun, fun facts. facts. I actually have a fun fact. Ooh. Okay, you go first. My notes are a little bit mixed up. So I discovered this one myself. I assume a lot of people have discovered this one, though. <laughs> if you put the game on easy difficulty, the game will only like, let you get about halfway through the game before a message pops up that says, no losers pass this point. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of I I I set you guys up with that yeah. when I came up with the, um, with the challenge. Because I just wanted to see if you guys would run into that. I 100% did. I'm like, this is way too hard. Let me turn it down to easy just so I can get the endings. (laughs) And then I immediately uh, was like, I think it was like a few stages after I did that. Because like I was continuing back and I did it. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) I don't even think I ever turned it down to easy. I was just like, I got to do this. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I told you about it too. But yeah, I saw that screen and I sat there and I laughed for like a few minutes. Yeah, I thought that was funny. When you guys told me, you know, I could pick a longer game, I was kind of thinking, okay, what if I picked a game that took longer to kind of master in a yeah. way? Did you yeah. guys ever, like, get a good feel for no. playing it? No, <laughs> not me. I would pretty much die every... I would get to the next level every level, but then I would die, so I'd have to enter the password. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of got stuck on Darktooth until I realized there was a password that get you straight to Darktooth. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> because that way you can use all three lives trying to fight them, as opposed uh, to like losing all your lives in the main battle and then having nothing left for Dark Tooth. <laughs> yeah. I tried not to use like any of the cheat codes, so I didn't get. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it gives you the. Level no, it gives code, you it so. gives you a password every time you beat a level. So oh, okay. I, I would just take a photo with my phone. That way, I would I could go back and enter the password. <laughs> That's cool. 
Yeah, I assume back in the day you would just have a notebook page like full of the passwords. Oh, yeah. I actually, actually, I used to write the passwords down in my Goosebumps books. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I love my it. Goosebumps books not long ago, and I had like Twisted Metal, Crash Bandicoot codes <laughs> written in them. That's funny. <laughs> that's great. Man, Crash Bandicoot, that's a good one too. <laughs> yeah, it's another classic. So there was actually a Twisted Metal 2 comic book that was created as a promotion for this game. And they only printed 100 copies of it. Whoa. And 50 of them were given as a prize in Tips and Tricks magazine. Uh, the other 50 were given to fans who wrote to Sony asking for a copy. So it's a very rare comic book, and it details like the origin story of Calypso. That's cool. Yeah, about how he kind of gains his powers and why he's evil. So apparently yeah. when he was younger, he accidentally ran over his younger sister with a car oh okay is there yeah. still only a hundred copies left did they ever like re-release that comic book for they, sale or anything they never re-released it they occasionally come up on sale and they go for like three thousand yeah $4, I bet. Jeez. So they're highly collectible yeah, yeah only a hundred and like you know some of those probably are have gotten destroyed somehow oh so yeah there's probably less than oh, 100 yeah, yeah. out there yeah, and, and the ones that exist are probably like not in great condition either, yeah sure. true yeah yeah because like you know you don't think about that when you're a kid like oh one day <laughs> yeah comic book might be worth something you're like no i want to read it the, you, you can find online scans of it like the yeah. pages and everything and i don't think they'll ever like reprint it though because the very last <laughs> panel of the oh, comic no. book is the World Trade Center blowing up? Oh, no. And it's like, wow, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'd probably have to edit that or something. Yeah. They, so I mean, it wouldn't be authentic. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't have known. It's just like, oh, Yeah, because that was, well, not, the, not even that long before. Yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of, but, it's kind of you shocking know, when you yeah. see that. And it's like, wow, like, Jeez. who, who could have guessed yeah, that? I guess those are just so such popular buildings, like. But that's still pretty I mean, nuts. yeah, it was kind of like on that iconic skyline of New York. You know, those mm -hmm. were like pretty iconic part of it. Yeah. So the PC version, I don't know how people do it, but there's actually still an active like online multiplayer group still playing Twisted Metal 2. What? <laughs> I, I'm assuming they you have to use like some kind of virtual like machine to do it, but... That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it had online play back in the 90s. And... Would, would that be like Windows 95 or like... Windows 98 or Definitely something? Windows 95, I would think. Wow. Yeah. That <laughs> would be like kind of a challenge to do a multiplayer. I think they set that. up like private servers or something. But yeah. That's wow. dedication. I've seen people <laughs> on YouTube doing it, so it's would be cool. You should to try to get in a group. <laughs> I, 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 I just haven't had time to like look it up. Yeah. yeah. To do it. That's pretty That would crazy. be cool. Let us know if you ever do that. That'd yeah, cool. I'll definitely <laughs> let you guys know if I figure it out. So another uh, fun fact, if you look in the game manual, it'll show like the pedestrians you can run over in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. I didn't and, even look in the game manual. And it'll we show have it though. It'll show like Santa Claus in there <gasps> and it says he's in Antarctica. And for like all my life, I've never found Santa Claus in Antarctica. <laughs> and it, it always just drove me crazy. Like I always assumed like he got cut. Uh -huh. or something yeah well i only solved this mystery a couple years ago on youtube when i looked it up and apparently santa claus only exists in the pc version oh so oh. you can't you so can't no run, wonder <laughs> yeah you can't run over santa claus in the playstation oh. version, unfortunately so and you're like dang it i spent all this time looking for something that, <laughs> that didn't I, exist yeah i used to do that as a kid I'd, <laughs> I'd play the challenge mode and drive around the stages just to kind of look around and yeah. see what i could find and 
I probably spent an embarrassingly long time looking for Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you probably get to the point where you're like, okay, it's got. I mean, it's got to be here somewhere. I'm gonna find it. You know. And then, yeah, the booklet <laughs> wouldn't lie. And then you yeah. find out. It's like, oh, <laughs> dang. That is kind of disappointing. They should add them into the remastered version or whatever the updated version. It is cool that you can run over people in this game too. <laughs> this is like pre Grand Theft Auto, all that stuff, right? Or maybe the first one. I don't know. I don't know when the first. I think it predates the first Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto came out in 1997. So okay. They totally copied Twisted Metal, probably. <laughs> Rockstar owes all the success to Twisted Metal. For real. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of paved the way in a, a weird way, I think. Yeah, I'm sure there was probably some people on the dev team who were Twisted Metal fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was one cut driver from Twisted Metal 2, a car named Darkseid who was in Twisted Metal 1. It's a big black semi-truck. And it was to be driven by a character named Granny Dark, who was some, <laughs> some evil grandma character. Yes. That actually sounds like it would fit right in oh, with, yeah. uh, the rest of the cast. I wonder why they cut it. Probably just for time. I uh, think okay. I, it makes sense because Darkseid in the first game was like a big power character. And I think Twisted Metal 2 kind of has enough of those with... Hammerhead, Mr. Slam, and Axel. Mm-hmm. Probably don't need a fourth one. Kind of yeah. Redundant. Yeah. I want to make room for some of the new guys or gals. <laughs> Poor Granny Dark. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about the story real quick? You know, oh, the super yeah. in-depth, really detailed story with lots of ups and downs. We did watch a YouTube <laughs> compilation of all the endings. <laughs> we did. Oh, yeah, my God. Did. Well, some, I'm glad you did. It's I like mean, some of them great. are so cheesy it's like you probably you put two minutes of thought into this, and then some of them are like, okay, that, that's pretty good, you know. It's yeah. like they're not all created equal. I will say this: they are miles better than three and four. Like if you want really bad endings, go watch those ones. Oh those gosh, are terrible. yeah. Three and four were made by like a different team, so yeah, did not capture yeah. the spirit. The story, just to tell the listeners, uh, Calypso is the ruler of the world. He held a, a twisted metal tournament in a destroyed Los Angeles. And so he decides to hold the second one across the entire world. So he can destroy many cities <laughs> instead of just one. He seems like a really good world leader. Yeah. He seems very wholesome. And so all these drivers <laughs> have different motivation uh, for entering the tournament. They all can get their wish, wish granted by Calypso. If they win. If they win. Which means they're the last person standing. Yeah. And so some of those wishes are like um, Roadkill. His was uh, like he wanted to know if this was reality. And it turns out he was like in in the hospital. A coma or something. Yeah, Yeah, he was in a coma. There was a 25 car pile up on the freeway. And he he woke up in the hospital after being in a coma. And he sees that the other people in the crash were in the hospital and they were actually the other contestants Mm -hmm. of the twisted metal contest yeah Yeah. the lore of this game is very like vague and doesn't really match up with the other games so it's just kind of you take it with a grain of salt don't try (laughs) try not to think too hard about it like yeah how does axel eat or yeah (laughs) go to the bathroom but like calypso he's kind of like satan in a way where like if you do win and you get your wish you know and you say your wish, but it, if your wording is not, like, perfect, he's going to twist your wish, probably, and give you 
give you your wish, but it's not going to be how you want it. So it's, it's like a monkey's paw wish. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, he takes it literally like too far, literally or whatever. Or maybe not because like there was the one, uh, what the, the flying guys that we were just talking about hammerhead, hammerhead where they wish for the ability to fly. Right. So they immediately, for some reason, instead of just trying to <laughs> test it out on a, like a lower level, they jump off the skyscraper <laughs> and of course they die. And then the clip was like, hey, it has plane tickets right here. <laughs> so it's like, that's not literal. <laughs> I mean, kind of is, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a joke. I, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I don't know. They could have, they could have like taken it further, the joke, you know, that yeah. was the one I was like, okay, they spent two minutes thinking about this one. <laughs> <laughs> i liked um my i think my favorite was twisters where she asked to be like the fastest person alive or something and so then it shows her driving and she's like for some reason going back in time because yeah. i guess she's passing uh surpassing it's like the, the superman alive. thing yeah. yeah so she's going so fast she's going back in time and then she runs out of gas and like she gets stepped on by a dinosaur like immediately after she runs out of gas <laughs> and then her helmet like shows up in a museum her, yeah like busted helmet that was pretty cool i, I like that, love one. that yeah that's one of my favorites too yeah those are the ones that stood out the most oh wait the one who was the girl that wanted to go be in space with her brother oh, outlaw. outlaw yeah outlaw and she tricked calypso she was like haha he's gonna think that I messed up these words, but really it was a part of her plan all along. So she just wished she could be with her brother. And Clipso was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw you into space. You to space. Well, that's... And then she was like, ha, oh, that was my plan all along. Yeah. I put turbo boosters on my car. <laughs> and then that was a ha- actually a happy ending one where they like, but you, you know, don't know back. what happens next. You know, it, they mean, left a cliffhanger. That's true. I like to believe they got to earth and then, Lived happily ever after. A cool thing about that ending is it continues off from part one because her brother was outlaw in the first game. Mm -hmm. And that's why that car is called Outlaw 2 in the Uh, second game. And so in Twisted Metal 1, her brother wished to live in a world without Twisted Metal. And so (laughs) Calypso just sent him hurling into space. (laughs) And so his sister joins next year to uh, retrieve her brother. Yeah. Knowing that Calypso would probably do the same trick. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool that like a few of the ones were kind of happy, but most of them were twisted as per the title of the game. Yeah. The weirdest one was Sweet Tooths where he was like, I want to live as a bug. Yeah. Yeah. What? And then he does... Yeah, that was weird. I was like, I don't, I don't think that would be his wish. In the first game, he wished for a brown paper bag, so I guess it's a step up. But he, he, you know, he's a bit unhinged. He's a killer clown, and I don't yeah, think I don't think he's thinking too straight. Yeah, probably not. Do we want to talk about uh, the con or pro? <laughs> <laughs> too early to go into cons. Do we want to talk about? Would we like to talk about the pros now? Do you, do you want to tell us how you really feel about this game? <laughs> We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like as we were talking about, like one of my favorite things about this game is the sense of humor. Like between like the message you get when it t- calls you a loser for playing on easy or like the weird endings and stuff like that. There's, yeah. I don't know. I love the humor in this game. It's that like uh, late 90s humor. I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. It's great. And that's why I chose this game over Twisted Metal Black. It's Twisted Metal Black on PS2. That is mm-hmm. such a yeah. dark game. And I almost picked <laughs> that one instead, but I was like, it's not very like 
joyful. So <laughs> I, I wanted something more fun to talk about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they get darker as they go. Yeah. Or... It gets really, really dark. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I like the camp. It's like, it's so good. Yeah. Very campy. I really like all the different characters. Like, each one is very different and crazy in their own way. And I like that there's just like a good variety of like cars and like characters and their reason for being in this race or battle or whatever you want to call it yeah like just some of the characters are i feel like icon pretty iconic yes like especially axel and sweet tooth oh yeah those are the ones that i always think of when i think of the series and this was before i even really played the game very much Mm -hmm. it's like i still recognize those characters oh yeah we didn't see any axles at Dragon Con, but man, <laughs> that would be really cool. How would you, how would you pull even that off? do that cosplay? Hey, someone out there could think about it. Like You'd have to have someone like pushing you around. <laughs> yeah. If you pull it off, I'm sure you'd go viral. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be cool. Even if it was just like for the parade, you know? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. If you're listening, <laughs> you're a master <laughs> cosplayer. Like, this is what we want to see. We want to see Axel in his full glory. Yeah. What's something you like, Andrew? Probably a lot of things since you picked the game. <laughs> One of my favorite things is it's a really fantastic co-op game. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, we actually used... played, me and Nikki played quite a bit of co-op. Yeah. yeah, I used to play with my brothers a lot. Like, we'd do co-op and, you know, challenge mode together and just spend hours fighting each other yeah yeah fighting over who gets to play as minion oh man minion is ridiculous he's so (laughs) overpowered yeah he's like one of my favorite like unlockables which one is he he's the one with the big like tank kind of thing oh yeah yeah Uh, i wouldn't it's not really a tank but it's like it's like three times as big as any other vehicle it's gigantic (laughs) yeah he's basically just unstoppable Death on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. And his like special move like involves shooting like three or four different missiles. Whoa. And also freezing you at yeah, the same time. Yeah, and also time. freezing you. And then like he can just run you over because he's so big. <laughs> okay. So a little overpowered, huh? Yeah, totally overpowered. <laughs> but I think that's the point. Yeah. I can imagine like fighting with your siblings over that. Like, I want to be him. No, I want to be him. <laughs> and your mom's like, okay, you guys have to take turns. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, if it's your turn and you die after one second, you're like, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> Let me try to start over. Yeah, just adding on to the co-op, there weren't a lot of games back in the day where you could play co-op through the entire story of the game to get, you know, that was, like, pretty unheard of at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just the fact that they had that ability to do that, like, was amazing. I don't think you could get any of the endings that way, but you could, yeah, pretty much play through the whole game, which is really nice. One of the things that I really liked was the music and how like it fits perfectly into the game itself. Uh, you have that like heavy metal music and it just fits so well into that twisted yeah. metal like deathmatch competition. I love it. Very yeah, 90s. Definitely one of those soundtracks that's like ingrained in me. <laughs> yeah. like, I used to actually put the PlayStation disc like in my portable CD player. Yeah, you could do that back in yeah. the day, right? What? Yeah, and you could listen to like all the tracks in the game. I so, didn't like, know that. Yeah. I wouldn't just play the game. I'd listen to the music off the disc. <laughs> that's too. cool. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I'd be on the school bus listening to the <laughs> metal just... Imagining the school bus blowing up all the other cars. <laughs> Get out of our way. We got some learning to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, I, I would imagine you have to be pretty careful with the disc though, because it is a little bit more valuable because it is a game too. Yeah. These days I wouldn't take <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> Anything else, Nikki? I thought the story was really good. Like I didn't ever play Twisted Metal 1, the original one though, but I thought the story of this one, even though it's not very like in depth, I think it's just a creative premise for a game. Yeah, and it fits the game to me. Like, yeah. It fits what they're trying to do. If it's like the campiness and kind of comedy and stuff that's going on. Yeah. It's definitely a good premise, I think. You know, like I, I think realistically you could create a like a death competition where people fight to the death to get their ultimate wish you know yeah. it doesn't matter what it is so have you ever been to a demolition derby i have not but i would oh, totally man. those are pretty yeah. cool i've only been to one and it was when we went to eric's family reunion a long time ago way out in the country in a part of nebraska arcadia nebraska where there's like 300 people it's not even a city actually i learned that it's a township because it doesn't have a post office. <laughs> so I learned that's a whole thing. <laughs> I was like Googling, like, what's a township? <laughs> but anyways, we went out there for, uh, what was it, La- uh, Labor Day? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for Labor Day. And they, they had a demolition derby, and it was nuts. It was, was so cool. cool, though. It's one of the many festivities going on. They had, like, the demolition derby. They had, like, the town play. Yeah, the they town had a parade. Play. Yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. That'd be awesome if it was, like, your family doing the demolition derby. <laughs> no one we knew was in it, but I was like... I was like, I want to come back and do this. <laughs> but then I'm like, I, the logistics were like, okay, I don't live in Nebraska. So I have yeah. to like tow a car all the way out here. And No, you drive yeah. it. You're just <laughs> oh, These are not cars you drive on the road. <laughs> yeah, they were not in great shape. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Well, I got a, a lot of things we've kind of already touched upon that I got written down. You know, yeah. I like the art yeah. style. I like the comic book kind of style cutscenes. They're like vibrant, colorful, but kind of dark at the same time. I like the destructible environments. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish I would have known about that. (laughs) I would have probably had that as a pro. (laughs) Well, I knew that you could blow up some things, like in Firewalk or whatever, some of those like statues you could blow up to get like a secret passageway in the in the level Mm -hmm. like i started to learn that you could blow up certain things to get into secret areas which is pretty it's it's a nice touch i love that so you would have eventually figured it out probably that you could blow up the eiffel tower yeah yeah well maybe not i don't know i thought getting to the top was the secret area and that so i don't know if i would have tried to blow it up or not (laughs) (laughs) have you guys ever played this game at a party like, how many players can you have, like, if you're just playing two, at home? Two on Two's the, the original most. PlayStation. Yeah, so oh, you, okay. you would take turns. Gotcha. And I remember going to a friend's house and taking turns and just being, like, super impressed by it. Yeah, I feel like this would be a good one to do, like, a LAN party with, you know, where everyone brings their PlayStation. Like, would you be able to do that with this no, game no. or not? This oh, was, man. This is, like, the pre-networking. Ugh stuff so far i think so around long ago. ps2 xbox although i don't remember people doing land parties with ps2 i knew you know you could do that with the xbox okay i've never heard about people doing a land party with ps2 yeah neither have i ps2 had like what very the... limited online gaming so i'm like how did these people set up their thing is uh, that th- just only through pc yeah yeah that's oh, only through the pc okay. version that makes sense i guess yeah Come on, people. We can put our heads together and figure <laughs> out a way. Sony just needs to go ahead and remaster <laughs> yeah. the game and yeah. put online play with it. I'd, 
probably never play anything else again after yeah, this. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, this would do it. So my final pro is I like how each vehicle has a unique weapon. It kind of makes it fun to go back and replay it just in the sense that, like, you know, trying it with this character's abilities versus this character's abilities. Yeah. So I, I really like that fact. Yeah, there's definitely, like, a play style for everybody, I feel like. Yeah. You got fast cars with powerful special weapons, and you got the slower ones. Were Some you... of them with ranged attacks, you know. Yes. I think everybody can find something that they like playing as. Mm-hmm. Or just pick Minion. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I should have picked Minion. <laughs> Moving on to cons. I'll, I'll let Nikki go first. <laughs> All right. First con, having to steer with a PlayStation D-pad <laughs> is ridiculous because... Well, for one, we were playing on PlayStation 2, which has the joystick thumbs or yep. whatever you call them. Yeah. Um, and so I kept wanting to use those to steer, and then I would have to, like, remember, like, to use the D-pad instead. <laughs> but I understand because we should have played it on PlayStation 1, so that was kind of our bad. Well, to be fair, that's not the game's fault because this game came out before the DualShock controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the original PlayStation controller didn't have the thumbsticks. Yeah. And so they, that came out, like, a couple years into the PlayStation lifespan. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, to be fair, we should have been playing this with PlayStation 1 controllers, but we were playing it on PlayStation 2. But yeah. even then, the thumbstick but, still wouldn't work, so it, it would have made a difference. <laughs> yeah, but still, steering with a D-pad is just not as good, I don't think. Especially when you, you have know? the joystick right there. You're yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, just taunting you. Yeah, come on. But yeah, it's not really the game's fault. Yeah. <laughs> So one of mine is um, the graphics haven't really aged that well, but that can be said of really any early 3D game for the most part. It definitely adds to the challenge just because like the cars are kind of hard to identify from a distance. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel bad because I don't have the nostalgia goggles that like you guys have and stuff for some of these games. So I'm just seeing this for the first time. I'm like... (laughs) I have no idea what's... I mean, I can barely make out what's going on. I mean, it's not <laughs> that, that bad, but yeah, they didn't... Yeah, I'm sure the newer games, are, they look a lot better. <laughs> so one of my cons is that the AI cheats, like blatantly cheats. What? Yeah. What does it do? It just basically <laughs> fires infinite freezes and special weapons. I was you. noticing that. Like, I was following i think it was grasshopper who has the freeze one mm-hmm. and it was just like every every like few seconds she would shoot a freeze blast back at me i'm like how does she have so many freeze blasts yeah it's, <laughs> it, it, you, you can't actually shoot those backwards in the game either and yeah. so a lot of times you'll get caught up in like a, an infinite freeze loop until the enemy kills you which is just totally unfair <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah to me that's kind of part of the charm in a way where it's like each character kind of has like its own um, like way it cheats. Mm-hmm. I feel like so. I, kinda, oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like that just adds to the personality <laughs> of the characters. Yeah. To kind of add to that, there's a pretty steep initial difficulty to the game. Like when you're first picking it up, like yeah. trying to play it and not knowing exactly like what to do and how the players attack and stuff like that, and still trying to figure out your weapons and how to use them because. Like, some of the weapons aren't really intuitive. Like, I think of uh, Hammerhead, the guy in the monster truck, where you have to have his special selected, but you don't actually, like, hit a button for it. It just, like, is a passive that happens. Yeah. 
So stuff like that. Yeah. Where did, did you guys see that email I sent you? Because yeah. I, I did see. I, yeah. I, sent, I tried to send you guys some tips. And I think that was one of them. And that was helpful. But yeah, it would have been. I think that would have been like in the instruction manual where mm-hmm. you'd have to go back and find some of that stuff. Like some of those codes too. Like uh, in order to use your shield, for example, you have to hit like up, up, right. And you have mm-hmm. to hit it in the right like timing. Yeah, it so, can be fickle too. Yeah. So I feel like it has a pretty steep initial difficulty getting into it especially while you're trying to use the d-pad to steer your car <laughs> yeah. And yeah enter those combos at the same time it's like mr slam picks me up up upright up upright up upright <laughs> like, like come on shield. <laughs> help me out here i feel like the main gun that's like not your special thing that's yeah, like the, the right trigger gun. thing that is I feel like basically useless. <laughs> it does very low damage. Yeah. But that's kind of the point because yeah. the way the game's designed, you got like your weapon pickups and mm-hmm. then you got the combos and you got the machine gun. So the game's providing you with like three different types of attacks. Yeah. So you always have the machine gun. So you always have some way to damage the enemies, even though it's weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better than nothing. That's true. Yeah. And then you got your uh, weapons that come back like over time. And then you got like pickups, so it's yeah. kind of like, kind of like a, offers like a variety to strategize with, you know, like keep you in the action. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're just trying to finish someone off, maybe that machine gun is the perfect weapon for that. Maybe I don't know. I found it to be useless. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're Nikki, it's totally useless. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> Another con I have is you know the physics; they can be unruly until you get the hang of it. Uh, the cars. Especially when you hit like a ramp or something. Oh they my just god! Kinda, they kind of fly all over the place. Like, <laughs> this physics, man. There, there's been there's been times when yeah. like I've kind of gone a year or two without playing the game, and I come back to it, I'm like, there's no way I could ever adapt to this again. <laughs> <laughs> but I eventually do. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting physics, car physics for sure. <laughs> it's like a little floaty, like moon physics. Yeah, a, a little a little bit like moon physics where you. You go over a ramp you think is like not super fast, but you'll just kind of like keep going up. (laughs) But yeah, it does take a little bit of getting used to, but it's not like once you get used to it, it's not too bad. Yeah. The game gets a little bit repetitive. I guess if you're not switching up the characters you're playing as, but even if you are, it's still like you're pressing the same buttons kind of like for every character. So I don't know. It gets a little bit repetitive after a while. I mean, at least for me. And I also didn't know you're supposed to be, like, discovering all these cool things you could blow up and stuff either. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> well, yeah. I mean, each level is, like, the same mission, right? Destroy all the other competitors. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they kind of gang up on you because <laughs> it's like they'll all be driving around, but I won't really see them damage each other. <laughs> they they don't. Like, they, they are basically programmed to only go for you. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> they, man. They, they occasionally do attack each other. But even then, like, the damage is very minimal. Yeah. But I have actually seen them kill each other before. <laughs> it's just very rare that it happens. It has to be, like, directly in your field of view when it happens. Pretty much. Like, if somebody's, like, yeah. if somebody's hanging out at one end of the stage, like, they'll never take damage over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, we're only doing this because someone's watching. <laughs> this it's like, oh, he's watching. We better make it look like this is <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, that, that really is how it works. Fair. Like, like, they'll, they'll kind of, like, maybe shoot each other once if, like, you see them together. But other than that, they're just going <laughs> to uh, just hang out together, I guess. Yeah. The only other thing I have is, like, I feel like you pretty much, like, if you're not using those codes, then, like, you're probably just 
making things a lot harder on yourself. Yeah, I mean, the game gives I mean, you the codes. Yeah. They, it, you know, every time you beat a level, you get a code to start back at the next level. I kind of wish it would, like, automatically have that in the password. Yeah. So you didn't have to, like, go and manually enter it every time. Yeah. I think that's one of those, like, archaic kind of game designs. Yeah. So just where you could continue where you left off. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not bad in the sense that at, le- at least you can, like, Use all three lives to beat the level and then have all three lives to the next level. Yeah. In later games, they always replenish your lives, like, between levels. Yeah. So just to take out that tedium, I guess. Yeah, it would have saved you a step of having to die, <laughs> re enter the password and get back. Yeah. Yeah. But that's about all I got left. Cool. <laughs> Moving on to strategy. This is where you guys <laughs> majorly come in, because I suck at this game. I mean, <laughs> Andrew wrote us like a whole email. That's of true. Strategy. I know. I was like, you pretty much already wrote your strategy part when you sent us that email. Because that's exactly kind of what we try to go for. It's like mm-hmm. if you have a new friend that's never played this game, how would you tell them? To, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, I know how it can be when you're starting <laughs> out, on, especially with this game. Like, yeah. So I just wanted to yeah. kind of like ease that as much we, as possible. We did play it before we read your notes because, you know, we wanted to see how it was, was on our own, like... Mm-hmm to figure stuff out yeah <laughs> and then we read your email and we were like oh yeah those are good tips <laughs> yeah but like each character has their own little idiosyncrasies like uh what was it roadkill with the boomerang mm-hmm. like uh you were saying that like it does less damage going out than it does coming in i actually didn't know that until like two years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is pretty nuts but yeah every character kind of is like that where there's like a certain thing it would really help to know when you're playing as that character yeah but I feel like the most important, my most important thing that helped me the most was just the shield. Just yeah, the button same. combo for the shield. And the shield lasts up, like... Upright, for anyone that needs to know. And the shield <laughs> lasts like two seconds. So you really have to have good timing on that. So you really have to anticipate like the damage coming in Yeah. before you use it. Like, okay, I'm going through a crowd. I better like up upright, like get my shield on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very crucial. Yeah, Especially and that against Dark Tooth. Yeah, oh, and yeah. that will like slowly replenish over time. But if you keep spamming it, it will like you will use your special gauge or whatever. Oh, for it. I don't think I ever used it that much, but it did help me live a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> What's a piece of advice you got? So one of my favorite things to use are the landmines. They are very helpful when you're going down a narrow road and somebody's chasing you. They are really great to use against Dark Tooth also, because on the Hong Kong level, when you have to face Dark Tooth, like he'll chase you down like those narrow roads, and you just keep dropping landmines behind you. Are those the uh, are those the remote mines where you can like set them off yourself, or is that something else? They're, they're something else. They're one. Of, they're actually uh, tied to that combo meter that the oh, shield is okay. also. So you can like use that to put in a button combo on the D pad, and you can drop a landmine behind you. Oh, okay. So. If you got like somebody chasing you, you just drop a few of those and they'll hit it and they'll like bounce up in the air and go flying. I actually did that not long ago. I did something like when I was saying earlier about like how I still find new things in this game to do. Yeah. yeah. Like I was on the Hong Kong level and you know over by the docks where the water is. Yeah. Well, if you jump over that fence and go in the water, you'll die. And so I had I had a warthog chasing me like down uh. that pathway <laughs> and I dropped the landmine. He hit the landmine and goes flying over me into the water, and he sank in the water and died. Uh, <laughs> I have never pulled that off That's before. Awesome. That's until amazing. Like not long ago. That's pretty epic. 
That, yeah, that's pretty. It. I mean, that would be pretty hard to do because you have to launch him over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was like perfect timing. Like he was like at the perfect like angle. And <laughs> yeah, space be, like between me and head. Too bad he didn't record that. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> People, I just, YouTube I just, would love that. <laughs> I, I just, I just had the biggest smile on my face as I yeah. saw him like, go flying over me because I heard him hit the landmine and into the water he went. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> One of my pieces of advice is, like, you will go through weapons in a hurry. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you're not fighting someone, stock up as much as you can. Like, missiles, uh, remote mines, like, bombs, all that stuff, man. And the health boxes, too. Like, try to get those, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, if you're you're low on health. But you don't want to waste them at the same time because there are only so many. Yeah, true. So, So that's good strategy. But I think they do. Do they come things. back over time eventually? Yeah, they, they, they recharge after a while and reappear. I think it takes a long time for them to come back, though. Sometimes. There's been times where I picked up a weapon and it immediately comes back. So I have no idea how it actually works. <laughs> Maybe there's like a global timer or something like that. I think that's what it is, actually. But mm. yeah, like what you were just saying, I what, what I'll do sometimes is if I get down to one more enemy, I'll go stockpile a bunch of weapons and then finish mm-hmm. off that enemy. Then I take all those weapons to the next level with me. Oh, you can Ooh, carry weapons smart. over? Yep. Wow, I didn't know. And that's that. really helpful when you go to like Moscow and Holland because at those levels, like, oh, yeah. There's not a whole lot of weapons and it's really easy to die at those stages. God, ah. Yeah, and they're so crowded. Like, everyone's on top of each other. So. Yeah, they're so small. Yeah. So, another good strategy, since you were talking about the shield, is to get a remote bomb mm-hmm. and drive into a crowd of other contestants put up your shield and then drop the remote bomb and blow it up. So you kind of oh, nice. kamikaze into them. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's so smart because, like, I know the remote bomb does, like, a ton of damage. Yeah. Like, I've used it a few times. Unfortunately, usually when I use it, like, I'm trying to get this guy right next to me and I ended up hitting myself with it. So, yeah, using, <laughs> using the shield beforehand would make a lot of sense. Yeah, there's been you times... You get your I've timing ma- right. Yeah. There's been times when I've, like, mashed the, the weapon button, like, in a panic... Yeah. And then, like, it'll switch over to remote bombs and accidentally detonate it. Like, no, off. no, no. <laughs> Damn it. It's <laughs> pretty funny. So one of the most fun things to do in the game, in my opinion, is on New York and Antarctica, use the ricochet bombs to send everybody else flying off the edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because those do, like, have some force where it will knock them in the opposite direction. Yeah, it's kind of... It, That's it, cool. It kind of feels like you're just bowling them off the edge with a bowling ball. <laughs> And if you got Mr. Slam, it's always fun to grab people and just chuck them right off the edge. <laughs> it's definitely one of the most satisfying things, in my opinion. Yeah, that because it does fun. it does take like so long to kill someone with like conventional weapons and stuff. So yeah, yeah being able to knock someone off the cliff would super yeah, nice. Yeah, especially multiple of them. <laughs> and just another good strategy is to learn where all the health pickups are in the level two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, learn your maps. Yeah. So the health is always in the same places. They don't like randomize where pickup stuff is. It's yeah, like always in the same spots. Yep, they are consistently in the same spot. Yeah, That's I cool. mean, it's almost like having another life because it does refill you your vehicle quite a bit. Yeah. So if you're getting those health pickups, it's pretty important. There's some of them that offer like full health too. So oh yeah, it's good to know where those ones are. Yeah. So the more and more you play, the more you learn like the maps and stuff yeah and some of them are kind of in hidden areas too so you really have to explore the map to find some of them yeah yeah in new york there's a building you can go into that has like an elevator and if you blow up the elevator door there's a full health in there 
Yeah, and some of them are like behind the uh, things you blow up, (laughs) which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, have you guys watched the Twisted Metal TV series? I have. I mean, that's the most obvious thing right now. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about the show. We've only watched, what, the first three episodes? Yeah, I think that's right. So I know you've finished the whole thing, right? Yep. So I like it so far. Yeah, I like the episodes I watched. I mean, it was funny, like... Like, I felt like it actually did a pretty good job of representing the game mm-hmm. as far as some of the characters and, yeah, the humor and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, actually surprising everybody right now because some of the the uh, Twisted Metal communities I follow, you know, like, when they showed the trailers for this show, yeah, nobody had any faith that it would be any good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because they were, they were showing, like, Sweet Tooth singing the thong song and yeah. you know, all this kind of cringe stuff. But um, it really pleasantly surprised everybody when it came out. Like, it was getting a lot of good word of mouth, getting good reviews from just players of the game and Mm non-players alike. And so, like, it seems to be, like, a pretty big hit for Peacock. Yeah. And when I heard what people were saying about it, I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and watch it myself. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I was really surprised how good it turned out, too. Like, it does take a lot of liberties with the source material, but it's, like... You kind of have to. How could you not? Yeah, Yeah, they don't give you a lot to work with. And I won't spoil anything, but it gets better as it goes along. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, I watched the first two episodes. It's like, not terrible, kind of (laughs) weird, but it gets better and it gets closer to the source material. Like, by the time you get to the end of the episode, it comes together in a very satisfying way. And it's like, okay, this is like Twisted Metal that I know now. (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm really excited for the second season because it, oh, it did get approved for a second season. I don't think it I, has, but I think it will. I think because of the it writer's strike, yeah. it's going to get hung up. But, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. that's a good point. But it does seem to be doing very well for them. And it, it ends on a cliffhanger, too. Yeah, I think we're like in a new era where people are like more excited about video game media that's not video games. You know, like since we had The Last of Us and that was really good and like this show is turning out to be pretty good like maybe we'll get more like good video game series and stuff because i know they're they're gonna do the god of war as a series too oh that would be i didn't know that we talked about it oh yeah (laughs) it's been a while uh but yeah this the show's really good quality like it's very well made like you can tell they put a lot of money in it and then the main actors anthony mackie and stephanie beatrice who's from Brooklyn Nine Nine, she's oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that's a good show. But it's cool. She is. She has such a cool range because you know she did like Encanto, like the voice in Encanto, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then this, and it's like those are three very different like characters. So <laughs> I like. I think they like did the casting really well. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed the cast. I thought all the characters were a lot of fun, and it was just very entertaining. Yeah. So I have a question based on this. Since we like know the, the last Twisted Metal game was 11 years ago, do you think they'll make a new Twisted Metal game now that like they've had success with the TV series? It's been rumored for a while now that a team was working on a new Twisted Metal game. And um, supposedly a company called Lucid Games is making it. And they that are, sounds familiar. They made a game called Destruction All-Stars mm-hmm. on PlayStation 5 a few years like a couple years ago, I think. I didn't play it, but I do remember like seeing something about it. Okay. Yeah, so, I never played it either. That's just the rumor right now that it was supposed to coincide with the TV show, but it got delayed. Yeah. So keeping my fingers crossed, the <laughs> game is in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. why not? Like, 
I mean, if the show's popular, why not bring it back? Like, yeah, it seems know, like right? a good way, good it, way to make money. At does, least that's does, what they love doing. So. Yeah, like it does <laughs> seem like Twisted Metal is kind of having a moment right now with the show. There's been like a lot of new YouTubers covering the series lately. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and so so we're jumping just, on that bandwagon with this. Yeah, <laughs> not even on purpose. But I was like, I was on Twitch earlier because I was like, let me watch some people playing Twisted Metal too while I like finish up my stuff or my rap or whatever and i looked it up and it was like no content for this game on twitch i'm like not even like old videos that people had played i'm surprised by that how is that possible yeah especially with the show coming out you think people would want to be streaming i mean there's plenty of stuff on youtube yeah so i don't know you would think with games like fortnite and all those battle royale games that twisted metal would be kind of be like oh yeah natural fit for that yeah. i can know? imagine 99 players <laughs> and vehicles oh my gosh that would be really fun though actually <laughs> they recently re-released twisted metal one and two on the playstation network oh cool. like like a few days before the show came out so they oh t- wow i guess they tried to uh promote the show by releasing some of the games again yeah yeah jumping on always that, good to see on that bandwagon that's yeah. about it for so far and hopefully it just keeps picking up more traction and getting popular again yeah cool yeah all right so moving on to the challenge so just to remind everybody the challenge for us was to get the ending for every driver in the game <laughs> yeah that was a crazy challenge <laughs> I, I was on the fence about it but i wanted you guys to like experience playing all the characters yeah, and yeah. seeing their stories mm-hmm. and then when i learned that you know on your guest episodes, we have to do the rap anyway. I didn't, I, I didn't feel too bad about it yeah. anymore. So. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. So, Nikki, how do you do? Horribly. <laughs> I'm not good at this game whatsoever. I tried my best, I feel like I just we got, like, died a lot. We got through most of it on co-op together. Yeah. Uh, it was easier when we were playing co-op because you could give me like little tips and stuff. But when I was playing by myself, um, <laughs> I was just like, well, I don't know what else to do. I'm just keep doing what I'm doing. I feel like the game is easier on co-op. Yeah, Because I think so maybe too. they have more targets to go after. So if you kind of split up. Yeah, that and it's not just you against everybody. You at least have yeah. one other person helping you kill everybody else. <laughs> so did you try this challenge yourself? I mean, I, I, I've beat the game multiple times. Oh, okay, so you've yeah. already done this. Uh, <laughs> I don't, oh. I don't, I'm not trying to try to brag or anything, but I can do it in one continue with nice. all the characters. Wow. So. Wow, that's, that's cool. Nuts. Oh, I just thought of a con that I forgot to say. <laughs> because we were talking about cop mode, and I don't understand why they do this, but they change the orientation of the screen. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's horizontal, <laughs> sometimes it's vertical. Why? Why now, do they do that? <laughs> you, there, there's a button combination you could hit to, to swap between the two. Oh, but, really? But it, it is kind of annoying that it does that Yeah, default. I was like, why? This is so weird. I've never... I just couldn't think of, like, why they would do it like that. But. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of, the, like, the vertical split screen. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say for myself, I did get one ending. Which uh, one? I, I was having trouble beating uh, Hong Kong and Darktooth, but I did realize there was a code just to get to Darktooth. Oh, so you could do different characters. Uh, I got Axel's. Yeah, nice. Actually, Axel was a pretty good matchup because even though like when uh, Darktooth did get in close, you could actually, his uh, special was like a or area attack around him. So Yeah. You know, there's actually a special code that only applies to Axel called Wheels of Death, I believe. <laughs> and so like you could put in this code and when you activate it it'll say Wheels of Death at the top. 
And you could basically like kill everybody in two hits just by running into it. <laughs> so if That's you want to cool. have some fun, play around with that code. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's All right. funny. So I guess uh, uh, I guess me and Nikki are rapping. Would you want to join us, Andy? <laughs> sure. I'll give it a shot. As if it was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's hear it. We left Los Angeles a mess So this year the world will know Calypso's contest Fourteen contestants will battle to the death to claim The ultimate prize, any single wish they name Load up on missiles, fire homing and power And just for fun we'll blow up the Eiffel Tower From Hollywood to Moscow to the streets of Paris Battle with Minion in lava, he don't scare us On the rooftops of New York, the view is glam Get a closer look, courtesy of Mr. Slam. Antarctica, Holland, and Hong Kong ran out our tour. Victory is yours, just one battle to endure. Before you claim your prize, Dark Tooth has a score to settle. Overcome him, and you've won Twisted Metal. Make it to the end, and your wish is granted. But be careful how you speak, or your words might be slanted. Don't blame me if I twist the words you're saying. I am Calypso, and I thank you for playing. The story is sad, so grab a tissue if you only knew what I've been through. Trapped in a zoo, feeling like an animal in a zoo. Body locked to these tires too. 20 years, what else is new? Shoulder guns go pew pew, believe it or not, it's all true. When I see this through, Calypso will have a view. Crying boo hoo hoo, when I fix my daddy issues. What have I got to lose? Finally free from his noose. Got no excuse. Fuck it, I'll rip my arms loose. High up in the booth, I've been following the youth Like a sleuth to the truth, you can call me Dark Tooth Murder has begun, and it's fun in the sun As they fire off the gun Wait, did you just kill my clown son? I'm coming undone, gonna slaughter everyone Get your buns on the run, I'm second to none On the track, dressed in black, I want my clown boy back Ready to attack, gonna build a tiny shack With your bones in the rack, and your organs on his plaque Crack your neck, gonna dunk your skull like Shaq Got a knack for a snack, gonna scoop me out a stack Now I'm on a roll, ready to cajole The soul of my son into a goldfish bowl Whoa, good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah, those are some good raps. We had to like dust off ourselves because we haven't had an episode in a while. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was my first and probably last rap ever. <laughs> hey, you can check it off your bucket list. You're a, a recorded rap artist now. <laughs> if I ever, Did you ever think that would happen? <laughs> if I ever win Twisted Metal, I'm going to wish to become a rap artist. <laughs> yes. And then Calypso will just he'll wrap send it you. up in, in a present. I'm I was sure. like, he'll yeah. send you to Macy's to work at the gift wrapping oh like uh, department. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna write Sony and tell him that idea. <laughs> All right, and then um, the next game is gonna be picked by Nikki. Yeah, uh, 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 uh. and it's gonna be close to Halloween time. It'll be in October. Gonna pick something spooky. Coincidentally, also a sequel. Eric, you want to guess what it is? I mean, I I kind of know what it is. Yeah, I already told you because like I wanted you to have enough time to to be able to play it because it is scary. <laughs> but we're gonna be doing The Evil Within Two, 
So we already did an episode about the first one, like a few seasons back with our friend Ibanez. Yeah, it's a great episode. And I was looking for a scary, uh, a scary movie, a scary game to play because it's like getting into spooky time. And I found The Evil Within for like $7. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, The Evil Within 2. Yeah, yeah, The Evil Within 2 for $7. So I was like, heck yeah, let's do this. So that's the game we're going to be playing. The first one was excellent. And I'm a fan of like the Resident Evil games, especially Resident Evil 4. And that's kind of like what the series embodies. Yeah, it's weird because you don't like scary movies, but... You like kind of like scary games, scary which games I think are, different. are scarier than scary movies. I agree. I, I do think they're <laughs> scarier, but I don't know. Something about it being interactive and fun and you're managing your inventory. You're doing other stuff besides just being scared the whole yeah. time. Like you're doing puzzles. I don't know. It's it's fun. Have you played either of the games? I have not, but I've got The Evil Within in my backlog. And uh, I'm, I'm actually planning to play it next month. Do it. Yeah, do it. It's it's been on my backlog for a while, and it's kind of finally come up on my list of games to play. Yeah, if you like the Resident (laughs) Evil games, you'll like it. Yeah, and I think it was like your guys' episode of the first game that kind of bumped it up on my to-do list. Nice. So, Eric, are you wondering what your challenge is going to be? Oh, God. Is it going to be like get every single key in the game or something? No. Um, and I only didn't pick that because you already started playing. I figure you probably have to start over if you wanted to get all those. So you're going to have to get the trophy called Stick It In My Veins, which means you completely upgrade all your abilities on the okay. abilities thing. You have to get all those babies. Can I do it through New Game Plus or do I have to do it in one go through? I'm not going to tell you and you cannot look it up. <laughs> that's a part that's a part of the challenge that's not, that's not fair that's a part of the challenge uh, so you can figure it out on your own well if she doesn't say no then it's fair game i guess mm. <laughs> 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 all right yeah this is gonna be fun all i'm looking right. forward to this next game okay cool me too till next time <laughs> all right all right bye thank everybody. you for listening thank you for having me <laughs> thank you this for being been- here press any button. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.